Yo, 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 you're what's going on, people? It's your boy Marvel Lattimore. Tony Francis. All right, yes, and it's another edition of Welcome to My Hood Film. And uh, I gotta say, we, we've been traveling the country for quite some time on our podcast. Not literally, of course, but in the movie universe, we've been traveling the country. There's the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and then for us, it's the Hood Cinematic Universe. <laughs> All right? I mean, okay. Okay, I'm glad you I'm glad you rode with that. I'm glad you, you decided to go with the flow. But yeah, we, we we started off in New York for our first two films. Right. Kill the Season and Belly. Mm-hmm. And then we moved to Philly for state property. And now we're taking our talents to Cali and Compton with Belly Two. <laughs> yeah, Belly Two. Have you have you been anticipating this movie when you were when it was coming out? No. As most of the movies are, we don't anticipate them. We just hear about them and, and say, I can't wait to see what kind of train wreck this is going to be. So uh, we have a special guest with us, as always, that we show the movie to and let them sit back and have fun with us and talk about it. So uh, I'm going to do it in my best Cali way. Uh, say your name, cuz. Hello, I'm Nate Fritzen. Nate, what's up, man? Hey, man. I'm doing great. Great to be here. Thanks for having me on this. This was, uh, man, what a film. What a film. I'm going to call it a film. It goes above movie for me. It's just, this is art. Okay. Cinema. That, that's, <laughs> that works for me. It's so, a student film. <laughs> it's, it's a student film. Nate, where are you from, man? I'm from uh, Huntington Woods, Michigan, just outside Detroit. And I've been uh, living in New York for the last eight years. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. So when you told me that you saw the first belly, correct? Yes. Yeah. I saw it in, I want to say high school. Thing. Okay, you saw the yeah. first belly, and when you heard they were making a belly too, what was the thought in your mind? I was picturing a movie that looked like Belly. Okay. Uh, that had some of the people who were in Belly in it, and uh, I guess I was—I don't want to say pleasantly surprised, but I was surprised by what I saw. I was expecting something to go along somewhat with like the same or, or an extension of the plot. A continuation of the story, and I found that it had none of that. It did none of those things. I mean, the director had a lot of surprises for us, I suppose, but but yeah, it was not uh, it was not the same director. Very clearly, there was yeah, there was a lot lot different about it. I guess it had well, the, we could get into a lot of it, but I didn't really know what to expect. But it was not that. Okay. It was not what I saw. <laughs> so you felt like false advertising, basically. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, I don't really know, like, I remember when you told me, it was, you told me it was going to be Belly 2, mm-hmm. I was excited, I, like, I was, like, <laughs> I, like, I was, like, oh, I loved the experience of watching Belly, you know, initially, it was, like, I was very, I was really, I was very much into hip-hop growing up, and so I was very excited when Belly came out, could not wait to see it, and, yeah, I don't, I don't know if, if false advertising even really applies, it was, like, it was... I mean, it was like, it was like somebody put a, like, it was like somebody, it was like somebody told you your grandmother was coming by, and then it was a guy in a grandma mask. <laughs> but, like, not even that. It was like a guy without the mask wearing, like, with, like, a piece of paper taped to his chest that right. says grandma on like it. a picture drawing. Right, yeah. It was, I mean, okay. it's just, like, so, just nobody at any point tried to make a connection to Belly, even. They took the name because they needed to market it more. That's all right. It was a completely different movie. 
Right. Which, which has, was... It's a completely different movie, which has a, a hilarious title in itself. It's Millionaire Boys Club. That's why. Which is, which is amazing. Millionaire Boys Club. For those of you who don't more. know, it's Billionaire Boys Club is what uh, is what is is what was a, a group of uh, I believe stock traders in the eighties, and then uh, and then a clothing brand, and etc. But they went Millionaire Bobby. Boys Club. I don't think they could use that for obvious reasons. They, reasons I'm assuming they can't. I guess. I mean, it's a title. You can. You don't have. I mean, you can't. You yeah. could write a song, you know, you could release an album called Abbey Road if you wanted to. Nobody can stop sure, it. I guess. It's just a title. It's a piece of, piece of art. I'm, and this was a piece of art. I'm trying to find it. This, this is certainly a piece of art. Sense in this madness, that's I, all. I think that's the trying to find logic. Well, we're all, we're all, you know, we're all searching for something, and that's what that's what brought us to Belly 2. You know, we want to say we need, uh, we need guidance. We wanted, yeah. you know, I want to see, I, I love a redemption story. Can, can man change? What is you know the folly of our ways? Can we can we amend this to make the world a better place? And I think Belly Two answers a lot of those questions. Okay. So. What's crazy? What makes me mad is I actually like the game. That's what makes me even mad. If it was a rap I didn't care about, like damn, I hate this movie regardless of my life for the game. Yeah, I mean, uh, the game is not. This movie is worse than I ever thought it was gonna right. be. <laughs> the game is not known for making bad albums, and no, he he survived a Fifty Cent beef that didn't kill his career, mm-hmm. and then he made yeah. this movie, and Fifty was like, man, I didn't have to do any work. It didn't kill his career though, but it was still. I mean, nobody movie. knew it existed. We're probably the only people talking about it. There's nobody else in the world right now talking. We're about definitely it. the only people talking about it. Yeah, That's yeah. for sure. I mean, yeah, people, sure. people are watching it. Yeah, definitely. Because. Because we, I mean, we know this because, uh, do uh, do you want to get into how we watched it? <laughs> how we watched this movie? Yes. Because this is, I think, the only way to watch Belly Two. Go ahead. Um, we watched it. Marv found a uh, a bootleg of it on YouTube. <laughs> so it's a guy filming yep. on his TV. That's correct. Uh, Belly Two. He, so he's probably. In all honesty, we might have been watching a bootleg of a bootleg. Yeah. You know, he might have bought. No, a no, no. It's TV goes field TV. Oh, it's field TV. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. supposed to watch the legitimate way. I want to do the sneaky shit and watch the YouTube way. I think YouTube is. I think the watching it that way because you could see. You could see the. It's an old television also, which is important because you can see like the grain on the glass. Oh yeah. Like it's like a tube television. Like a tube projection, old school TV. Listen, this and this, this would not have saved the movie had you watched it regularly. No, I think it added to it personally. You, you could see a, you could see a shadow of a plant in the corner that, that they refused to move. They, they taped it like on a phone or something, and then put it on YouTube, and wouldn't even clear oh, the pack. Wouldn't even clear the the, the set. I guess I don't know what you would call it. These are it, all facts. It was. But it was it added to it. It adds a it adds a level to it that it's like we shouldn't be watching this, you know. And that's that was really like the feeling I had. Uh, nothing said welcome to my hood more than the way me and Nate saw that video. You could hear people coughing. Yeah. I mean, there's like yeah. I mean, there's the guy like clears his throat Jesus at Christ. several at several oh, moments. Um, that's all true. <laughs> And we, yeah, we, and, and we looked too. close enough, and we could almost see the guy. You can see like the shadow, the yeah. reflection of him in the TV, holding the phone or whatever. Like a, it was like a bad mirror selfie. Yeah, it was. Like, you were watching, <laughs> like, oh my god. And 
it made it better because I was drinking a beer as if he was, he was, he was getting low. You were drinking a beer too. I was having a beer. I was, yeah. I was enjoying myself. Yeah, we was enjoying ourselves. <laughs> we, we, we had a couple. We got a little, you know, sauce, but it was just the crazy part that we were like, yo, is that a, is that a dude recording in the background? <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Christ. I was moving on from that. That That's yeah. just, look, folks, we, I was really going to pay the $4. I was going, I was going to bite the bullet and Nate was the hero of that story. I saved you four dollars. Yeah, yeah, they don't yeah. deserve four dollars. They don't deserve four dollars. I'm right. sorry, I like so, the game. I bought the albums. You don't deserve four dollars. Listen, as a as a companion piece to this podcast, please uh, find it on YouTube and watch it. Watch yeah. it first. Watch it that way so you can have our experience. <laughs> yeah. uh, so <laughs> this movie was uh, released back in 2008. So it is now eleven years. That's like what, like nine, ten years after That's like Belly? Ten years after Belly. Ten years after, ten belly. Years after so Belly. After the first Belly. So they were passed. like, ten years have passed. This story is, for all intents and purposes, over. Yeah. Let's go ahead and tack something onto the back of it that has nothing to do with it. Right? Pretty much. <laughs> and I get people at least look at it. Get this, I was checking the reviews in IMDb, and <laughs> it turns out yeah. that the person who directed this film oh, is answering reviews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, fuck you then. How about that? How about fuck you? The person, <laughs> the person that directed this oh, film, shit. his name is Ivan Frank, and this was actually his first feature film. I believe that. that. I believe that. I do believe that. Oh, it my gosh. What? <laughs> it did. You want to say some big revelation. No shit, is his first feature film. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the damn thing? It did have the, uh, it did have the, uh, the freshness of a, of yeah. a young auteur. There I would say. Whole, uh, there was a whole show <laughs> of on the dude that, that wasn't even a character in the movie. Oh, man. oh my gosh, that's crazy. Okay, well now that we know that, we can have fun. So let's get right into the film. Yeah, we we joked enough. So the film uh, takes place in Compton. Mm-hmm. It's not in New York anymore. Or not even in, in the, the case of the end of the first belly, not even in Africa, as we joked in the last episode we did about belly. Uh, but at the same time, the film actually starts timeline-wise in the movie. It's the game coming out of jail after doing an eight-year stint in prison. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if we're going by belly universe or real life Just universe. Stop. <laughs> Don't even have to tell me that this is. <laughs> In the Bell Universe. In the Bell Universe. I think it is in the Bell Universe. It's just that these people don't know each other. They don't know each other. Right. It's like there's that. plenty of people in this universe who live in Compton who have never met me. Okay. And, yeah. you know, they're not, maybe they're recording a podcast. Maybe they're robbing something. Okay. I don't know. The, the game's character is named simply G. G. Yeah. So I love it when a guy has to have a name, when, when an actor has to have a name close to his name. Like he can't, he can't. Like I'm not gonna be remembering. I'm not gonna remember Brian or some <laughs> other name that's not that doesn't start with my. You can get my first initial, and that's what I'll go by. That's as much work that's, as I'm willing to that do. That was his code name. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe the game is method, and this has all been like he's a method actor, and this has all been like his whole career has been training to play G in Belly Two. Well, what's crazy what do you about think this? About this theory, I I, I kind of can go with that because what's crazy about this is before that, he was the villain in the film Waste Deep with Tyrese and Megan Good, so he had some experience. Was he good in that? He was okay. Okay. It wasn't like oh my gosh, give this man an Academy Award, but he was more like okay, 
I wouldn't be mad if you gave him an MTV movie. Award. It was he was passable as a villain. Yeah, believable as a villain. It's yeah. not hard to look like a great actor next to Tyrese. Oh, okay, uh, that's not. Yeah. There's that. There's that's that fair. too. That's fair. I mean, you baby boy for oh, It's fine. I mean, yeah. we've all seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, yeah. we've, we've, we've seen it. We've seen all of his moves, is what I'm saying. I don't care what he's saying. Yeah. I'm not the saying... reason why I enjoy Too Fast and Furious as much as I do. Listen, okay. Too Fast and Furious. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm not saying he's not he's not capable, but he doesn't have what I would call range. Oh, no, no, no. You know, like, Tyrese is not, you know. Tyrese does a few kind of roles. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, he's good at what he does. I'm not... <laughs> Sorry. So, one scene that we particularly paid attention to, and I couldn't stop laughing at how shocking this was, was they get off the prison bus. Which, get... by the way, is... I'm sorry, I don't want to cut you off. It's fine. So this, um, I would love to know how the people who made this movie, like, made arrangements for scenes for, like, we're going to need a bus, and so we need a prison bus. And it can't be that hard to find, like, an old-school bus. But they went with, like, a Greyhound. They had a Greyhound bus that they were riding. Right? Yeah, it was like a charter, like, like, yeah. a, like a Blue Lakes... <laughs> charter bus. Like a... Like a casino. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like a... Yeah, like... like. You know what? It's his first film. <laughs> it's his first film. He's like, we'll get, a, we'll get a prison bus next time. This is first this is, everything about Yeah, everything about that scene is confusing, because it's like, is this a flashback? Is this... The end of the movie is this. <laughs> is I it? You know, it's like I thought. I thought it was gonna be like a, this was the end, and like, man, how did I get here? And then we like see the story. Oh, I knew it wasn't that. Too. That would have required some yeah. thought. Yeah, <laughs> I would have played with the form somewhat. No, but, no way. Yeah, this one, um, it was yeah. It was hard to tell what exactly was going on. Right. I loved. I loved everything about that scene. Uh, yeah. There's so much to love. Yeah, and one of the things that really grabbed your attention was uh, a moment where he was getting his things, like usually do when you come out of prison, they're giving you your belongings that you had when you were arrested, and two guys were yelling at each other. And one guy starts yelling at the white guy, he's like, F you, cracker, whatever. And the white guy goes, F you, nigga. And he immediately goes, whoa! I was, I was shocked. I, listen, I don't oh, expect, yeah, yeah, yeah. listen, I don't expect, um, I don't expect uh, prisoners in, in a hood movie to be on their best behavior, but I was right. not expecting the N-word shouted in the game's face right away. A second <laughs> Like, within the first ten minutes of the movie. You know what? <laughs> I you were expecting it? <laughs> you... Yeah, I won. And also, I'll give it this much. Get it out the way early, because they're going to do it more times. Yes. So just get out the oh, way early. Oh, boy, were they. Oh, yeah, boy. They. <laughs> you know what? Fine. Whatever. It's not going to be good, so fuck it. Yeah, but, you know, that was a bit I thought, it, I thought it was a bit much, and then he, well, because here was here was what made me think it was a bit much is that fine that happens sure it's prison you're gonna have some racist people in prison but there's uh nothing happened to the guy yeah like he's just, there was no point to it yeah he was just like it was a completely meaningless screaming of the N word in the black guy's be raw, face bro. for no reason it didn't yeah, advance the plot. It didn't. It didn't, it didn't inform us about his character. Nothing. Nothing. It didn't, we didn't. We, first, we never even see that guy again. Yeah. I no. think they kind of intended it to be like comic relief, but I was appalled. Oh, it was, <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> shocked. It said comic relief. <laughs> <laughs> they were supposed to be like, yo, that's bad. Like I, I couldn't understand the purpose of it. I still. So much about so much about that scene was. Uh, I don't. I don't want to say transfixing. I was uh, really just like perplexed by it. 
I loved uh, in that scene this uh, prison outfits all of the prisoners in white tees. Yes. That was incredible. Yes. That is the prison uniform as they're being released from from prison. They're uh, wearing white tees with a prison number drawn on with a sharpie over over like the (laughs) right or left breast. And and what was great about that? What was great about that even more (laughs) was that it wasn't even the same person doing all the writing because different. It was like different handwriting. On certain prisoners, you got, you and got, like, so one person like, can't do all that. They were like, "We got this uh, buy free, get two free prison uniform <laughs> for pains, and uh, we're gonna need three PAs to write on it to draw this stuff." Amazing, just incredible. <laughs> Later in the movie, he's wearing a white tee, and I'm just like, "Is that the same white tee?" Because it was like covered up, but you couldn't quite tell. Did they bleach off the numbers? Man. You said he got a package. He might just pull out another. Just add another. We had extra ones. Might as pull out another T. So let's uh, get to this next part. Not even a part, actually. Let's 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 just throw this into the universe because we 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 starting to believe it's true. This is the second hood film Mm -hmm. that we've covered Mm -hmm. that has the actor Michael K. Smith in it. I don't know what he was doing here because he's Michael K. Right? Did I say Michael K. Williams? I said, oh, I'm yeah, so yeah, sorry, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Williams. You're going to yeah. beat me up when you see me. Michael no, K. Williams. You're going to beat up anyway because I want to know why we, What were you doing here, bro? You don't need to this. <laughs> this is the second Hill film. We don't know how many more he's in. We're sure we're going to run across them. He has to like doing the shit. Well, That's the only logical reason. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. Because it's one thing to be... He's on what? 2001. He was on the wire already. Yeah. So like in 2000... So like it's one thing if you're like a... a an low, actor, low budget. It's one thing if you're an actor on the come up and you're like, listen, I need to work. I need this to... I gotta, I gotta fill budget. out this reel. Yeah. You know, I need, to, I need something under my belt. Yeah. This is going to be released. The game is in it for some reason. Uh, we're probably this movie will probably at least see shelves, and uh, so you take it. But it's 2008. Take the shelves. 2008. He was working consistently. Mm. He was already. I mean, he was. He was probably filming Boardwalk Empire. That's right. He was like. Yeah, I mean, he, he was in, like he just loves. There's guys like this. Like Gene Hackman is this way. Gene Hackman will be in any piece of garbage. He doesn't <laughs> care. He'll do. Cause like yeah, he'll do that's gotta be he'll it. do good movies, but he'll also do Welcome to Mooseport. You know, like he doesn't that's care. Yeah, he doesn't care. He like loves it. acting. When I saw this, oh, he enjoys this shit. Yeah, he just likes working. He enjoys this shit. There's no other like movie. Killer season and this. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> really? Yeah. Killer season and man, that is that's a weird kind of way to ride. That's from top all the way down. You're like, yeah, you're in the wire, which is. He's, he's, yeah, he's regarded by some to be like what to Omar's regarded by some to be like one of the greatest television like characters of all time. Like people like President Obama said it was his favorite television character. You do that and then you're gonna still do belly too? It's still gonna do belly too. I don't even know what I'm gonna lose. I'm trapped in the closet. He wasn't that wasn't. He wasn't trapped in the closet. Oh my god. Holy shit, he is man. doing it all, man. This is you know what? Let's let's move on. This yeah. is getting me on. I think eventually I think we're eventually we're gonna stumble upon like he helped somebody like hide a body or something. Like yeah, why else would yeah, we're, we're gonna like he owes some... he owes a lot of people some favors apparently. Either gonna... that or he really likes it. I think he I mean I, I wanna believe the best of uh yeah, of Michael K. Williams. I, I wanna. Uh, what kind of favors you will owe you being belly too? Lost a bet. What kind of bet to be in belly yeah, too? That's some bet. <laughs> I was just trying <laughs> to save the man. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? Listen. We listen. should. You you should try to have him on. 
Get him, get him on the podcast and let's 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 hash it out. Listen, if he'll do Belly Two, he'll do this podcast. I mean, I mean, let's, like, I mean come on, this this guy likes talking. We should say, we should call the podcast. We should say, welcome to our hood films millionaire boys club. Yeah, he might come through. Teacher who took a shine to you, you know, and he's like, uh, he's, he's like, you know, listen, you, you, my door is open. You come talk to me anytime you want. I can be in bed with two women I don't like. I could, uh, I'll have a forty for you, I'm ready to go. You know, he's a, you know, he's a, he's a mentor to him in a way, right? Yeah. Yeah. In a kind of, you know. I also believe uh, Michael K. Williams. I feel like actors on in this movie just brought their own clothes. You know, like no one looks like each other in it. You know, did you notice that? Like, he had like a, he had like a orange pattern. Well, he did have that orange And it's like, no one else looks like this. Why are you? Like. That was loud. That was yeah. loud. Now he was giving that, uh, that coke to that girl? No, think, no. There was, when he wore that, I think they was robbing an ice cream They were robbing, yeah, they were robbing an ice cream nah, We're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, it's okay. We're getting ahead you of ourselves. You can jump to that. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. One thing yeah. I like to do, we don't got to go scene by scene. Right. We can go random and have fun. We figure fun. the people who are listening to this are familiar with the text. And mm-hmm. They know the uh, they know the story. Yeah, I don't know if I'll go or review belly too. I can go see it and see if it's good and go check it out later. Hey, go see that YouTube clip. Gonna gonna yeah, we should have warned you uh, spoilers in this, by the way. Uh, if you were if you were hoping to to go spoiler free for belly too. Well, <laughs> we're spoiling some stuff. Nah, this is the hood film. We don't care about spoilers. We tell you what it is when it is. Or well, when it was. I think I, I knew how the movie ended before I even watched it. Uh, That's how 
Let me get this. Well, we definitely want to save that yeah, one. Yes. Uh, we're going to get to that later. But how did you feel when you found out that there was an ice cream truck that sold ice cream and drugs throughout the day? I loved, loved it. I was, I love, I, I love this idea because, like, I can, I understand the concept of having a front, but the idea that it was, that he was actually, this guy was actually, like, buying ice cream to do this, to, like, like, buy, like <laughs> buying, like, a lot of ice cream. Like, Compton in the summertime is, you know, I don't think he actually quite had ice cream. Did he actually have ice cream? They had ice cream. No, he, actually, yeah, he had no. ice cream. He was, like, working an ice cream ship. Yeah. He would do, he would sell ice cream right. to kids and then go sell drugs. Yeah. Wow. And then when, and they, then when they robbed him for the truck, they ended up doing the same thing. They, they, they did an ice cream <laughs> ship. They did, they did a... That they was went terrible. Out. They were selling... They were like, <laughs> like, where did they get ice cream? Yeah. Like, Gabe just got out of jail. He doesn't have... They're doing this because he doesn't have any money. When I first saw it, <laughs> that's when I lost all hope for the movie being good. That's when I completely checked out psychologically. At first, uh, uh, like, yeah, this is trash. Right. Yeah. You get no better. At first, I was like, they're selling these kids drugs. But I was like, no, it's just... Look. Ice cream. Right. They're just selling they're ice selling cream. Ice cream. And then they had a they had an immense shootout. Yeah. With the guys that they stole the truck from his his crew. Yeah, I I love that they did that because it's like, well, we we shot the guy. We have to honor his memory and keep the ice cream business going. I uh, you know it'd be it'd be a shame if these kids went without ice cream. That was the funniest shootout I've seen in a movie. Yeah. Quite so, because it was two dudes. Right. <laughs> it was two guys. It was, two, two, it was more of a more of a duel really. And they won. <laughs> the game and and G and Tone won. G it was tone. like several other guys. Yeah, yeah. not the one when game opened the back of the truck. Yeah, yeah, that was. It started busting shots. I like when he blew up the car, but like, so all the other shots didn't make the car blow up. Nope, but that was the this one. This one car made you didn't shoot the gas tank. You yeah. shot the fucking truck. And it's got up. it just perfect. Yeah. You know, you shoot it. And the tailpipe. He got the, with the shotgun. Remember, he's weren't aiming. Remember, he interrogated him. And then he got the answers he wanted. And I hated that whole scene. scene. That's terrible. This is what makes hood films special. Nah, man. (laughs) Again, another instance where there is uh, no consequences. They blew up a car (laughs) with people in it in the middle of the day. Middle of the day. And a lot. I like the walk. <laughs> they just like kind of and like they got the cool. They, got a, they had a slow motion walk off. Yeah, yeah. They did a cool, slow motion walk off. It didn't knock anyone down. Uh, as far as I know, Gene did not experience hearing loss. And nobody uh, called the cops. No one called the cops. No one called the cops. There was a great moment when they were selling drugs with the ice cream truck, though, um, because you get to see the the clientele. You get to see the fiends who show up. And I was really proud. There was uh, one middle-aged white guy buying crack in the middle of the day. <laughs> and uh, this, a, great, a great moment for diversity in film, for representation. <laughs> we never get a middle-aged white crackhead. You know, this guy had a polo shirt. He had a bad haircut. He had a bad haircut that looked recent. So it was like crack has not ruined his life, apparently. Nice. Um, and he I guess he just started. But... You know, you get your, you know, you'll get your, you know, shivering, scratching her neck, skinny woman, oh, yeah. you know, woman of color, be it mm. Latin or, or black. You never get, like, my uncle buying crack, you know? You just never get that. And I was proud, I gotta say. It was, uh, it was, uh, it really broke a barrier. Really? <laughs> now, we did say, we did talk about Michael, uh, K. Williams being in a lot of hood films, but... I want to address one person who I think this might have been her first hood film, and I laugh because 
she came from such a great black film. Uh, an iconic black an film. An iconic black film. You're right. Excuse my manners. Oh, an man. iconic black I film. Miss uh, Shari Headley. No disrespect to her. She was in Coming to America. If you guys Ooh. don't remember, she was the love interest for the Princess Amunda. You know, at the end, she got married and everything. And he was like, would you want to give this all up and go back to America? And she was like, mm, nah. And it looks like 30 years later, she gave it all up because she, she gave was with Belly too. She, she went to America. She right? went to America. She, uh, <laughs> I believe when you realized who it was, I think you like you were like beside yourself. You were like, where do I know her from? And then you realized, you were like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, mean? yeah. I think you said how the mighty have fallen. Oh, yeah. I think you, you, Mark, Mark became poetic. Yeah. <laughs> he, was so, he was so moved. It's just, it's just sad. It's really, it's just, it, it wow. just hurt my soul because it was just like. I'd like to know how that happened. She's not going to come on this. I'm not going to sit here. Uh, we probably won't get her anytime soon. I don't why. I mean, it's, you know, I don't, you know, I, I'm not, I don't want to disparage the uh, the movie. I don't, uh, you know, I just think, I really she think she's, kind of she was, she, you would think somebody of her stature would be able to lift this up. Yeah, at least Michael, Michael K. Williams. Michael yeah. K. Williams. He was fine. Yeah, he was believable as tone. Yeah. You could believe that he was like he a was scumbag fine. who never got arrested. And he was, phoned it in. He's fine. Crimes. Right. I don't know what. She, she was, was not believable on. as a, a woman on the wrong side of the tracks or a cop. Right. So Either, she, was, like it was just what I I yeah I was when you said it, I was like I was astonished. I felt bad. I felt <laughs> like I shouldn't be watching this. I felt like it was like disrespectful to her career. <laughs> so for those of y'all who aren't aware, um, I might not ever see Coming to America the same way. Again, I might, you know, I, might I mean, I'm gonna watch it, but I mean, yeah. like, it's gonna be. I'm gonna think of Belly too. Right. Even when the sequel, when they mm. make the, the supposed sequel, to Coming to America. America, I feel I'll look and be like, "Dang, you was in Belly too." I mean, you can look at Eddie Murphy and be like, "He was in Northern, but he's done so much other nah, stuff." You can't yeah. compare. You can't compare that to no Belly no, too. It's more like a Meat Day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that one. Okay. Okay, two points there, two points there. Deep Oh, but for those of y'all don't know, in the movie, Shari uh, Headley plays Alexis, a member of the police force in the LAPD, and they task her with going undercover to try to stop G and his merry men from uh, (laughs) committing crimes. But this is a great, uh, great movie trope where we're like, uh, okay, so we need someone to go undercover. Who do we have? Oh, the one black woman. Yeah. Okay, so I guess it's you. She really I guess was. you're going. You're the only black woman who works in this department. The only in black this woman entire police department. In that department. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it's you. I hope you're a good actor and yeah. aren't uh, afraid of gang violence because yeah. now you're going undercover. Now yeah. you gotta. Where is she having yeah. experience? Well, what's crazy is that <laughs> they kind of, I think they tried to foreshadow that she can't date on her job or something like that. Yeah, they tried to be like, they don't mix business and pleasure. pleasure. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, oh, right, you mean right. that terrible scene where they had to drop an R&B track? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what you think that was? It got, it, listen, oh, there's okay. no, re- All right. I, mean, what I just else? thought they just needed to drop an R&B track. Man, <laughs> that, that was too, I'm so cynical, man. That was, no faith that was too sexy for the police station. Just there's too. no, no reason to be playing that kind of music. No at work. Yeah. You know? And he used it. That, shout out to that cop because he used it. Yeah. It was like, it was like he could hear the music. Yeah. It was like, 
like it was like in this world, this music just came out over the speakers instead of an APB. They're just gonna put on some Jodeci and like, yeah. all right, here we go. But they couldn't but, afford the Jodeci in the budget. No, no, this was like uh, this was dollar store Jodeci. This is dollar store Jodeci. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, this is what we got, this man. Jodeci, get Jodeci with three C's. Three C's. <laughs> this is like Jodeci, Casey, or Jojo or nothing. Yeah, group. yeah. <laughs> it was just the two of the other guys, Devontae and Dev, whatever. They just like, oh man. We, Right, they said we're going to get paid if we do it. Yeah, all right. We so, like, no disrespect to her as a person, but her character, yeah, it wasn't hitting. She was playing the undercover cop, and she didn't do a good job on her first try. She tried to holler at the game, and the game knew that trouble was afoot. Yeah, well, she came to, she in that scene, she comes to a club uh, dressed like she's someone's teacher. Yeah, she looked like, yeah, she did look oh, like she was someone's teacher. Oh, yeah. Oh, out of place. Out of place. Right. And I think she was like, I think that was her character. She was supposed to be a teacher. That was like her, like, that was her story for the game was that she was a teacher. But it's like, if you're a teacher who goes out to whatever it was that, but regardless, if you're a teacher who goes out to whatever this club is, you're not going to be dressed like a teacher. That's true. You know how to dress. You go to this club. I think it goes back to Mars' original theory that. That's just her goddamn clothes, and that's what she showed to her. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 way too much. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Should I give it credit? It doesn't deserve. I think that's exactly what happened. She don't got no clothes. Yeah, that's just the clothes <laughs> wears. Like, yeah, I'm not... Like, we out here. There's no wardrobe. <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, we do know that most cops know... I ain't trying to get my ass beat by the, by the police. But a lot of cops listen to this podcast. So yeah, 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 right? <laughs> you know that most cops, when they when they have their days off, they street clothes always look like they undercover clothes. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. Some, like, big, like, uh, like chunky, like, black, like, uh, like some, like, Air Force Twos. Yep. You know? Yep. And the hoodies. You know? And hoodies and half Problem backwards. Is, that requires thought. And that's not a lot of thought going into this production, I feel. Okay. <laughs> that's yeah. what it is. That's the clothes she came to work with, and that's what the fuck happened. Fair, fair enough, fair enough. So, let's, let's move Which on. Which is funny in, this, in and of itself. Every crime film has a villain, mm-hmm. for that matter, just like any other movie. But every crime film has a villain who's usually way too intense. Uh, this one, on the other hand, I just could not stop laughing because Nate had one of the best comparisons when we saw the movie. The villain's name was Tito Costa, and Nate was saying that it was Lou Bega. It looks like Lou Bega. He was dressed. Like he was wearing what Lou Bega was wearing. They all. That's probably what they were going yeah. for. Or maybe again, that's just what how he dresses. I feel like they. I feel like they just couldn't get Lou Bega. That was my. That was like we wanted Lou Bega, but uh, so yeah, we just need a guy who does. Wow. Lou Bega. <laughs> does am I wrong? He's got like, remember that like late '90s look with like a yeah, shiny yeah, shirt yeah. outside of the sport coat. Maybe that's just the way he dresses. Now I'm the guy I'm seeing that. Here you go, trying to trying to defend Tito Costa. Oh, I'm not trying to defend him. I'm just saying that's just the way he dresses. Because now there's no wardrobe. Well, I mean, hey man, that was that was his style in the movie. And what was crazy was. I forgot his henchman's name. I gotta look up his henchman's name. The white, the white dude with the tattoos? Yeah, and he had yeah. the pink ears and all that. That dude was crazy looking. Wasn't he didn't he? do anything, though. I mean, he just had to stand he there. Just kinda, yeah, he just kind of like was there to intimidate yeah. and like. Yeah, he you was, don't set up a psycho henchman and don't do anything with him? I mean, I, I'm with you. You gotta, have, you gotta have him kill somebody. Especially if you got a guy with gauges and like he's got, you know. 
I feel like you know, he's somebody, got like blood tattooed on his forehead. You know? <laughs> I feel like somebody saw maybe two crime movies from, and they try to like recreate those from memory. I feel like this is how this shit went down. Says his real name, if I'm looking at this right, is Muscle Marquez. Muscle Marquez. So yeah. okay. I don't know if that was the guy though, because he didn't really have a lot of muscles, so I could be wrong. Could be an ironic name. Could be. Could be. Could be. So we'll just skip that for now. Shout outs to Dub C, man. He was in this too. Well, that's WC. He was uh. Well, we laughed at this part. Oh too. man, what a great, what an incredible moment. Incredible. Here, here, here. <laughs> so he, they ran into one of the lower henchman spots of Tito Costa. Oh, we gotta find that guy too, cause that guy was classic. He was like one of the worst attired villains. Oh man, oh, you mean the Tito one, Costa. the he one was, that was snitching to the, the yeah, informant? Yeah. How did Gang know he was ratting, or did he just kill him just to kill him? Because well, there was like there's like film. Like, I feel like there's, like, film language that they did. They're like, we're going to make this guy look like a 70s villain. And so they gave him, like, that'll that, that'll indicate to people that he's the huggy bear of this. And so, like, he was, like, he had, like, the long chops, you know? Yeah. He, he had, like, he he had, like the chops that player. nobody had in 2008. Yeah, no right. one. No <laughs> one had hair. No one had sideburns that looked like that. He had the button chops. I don't, like, I don't know what he was doing. He had the button chops. He had the button chops. He had, like, a, he, had, uh, he had shirts with, like, long collars. Long you know? collars. Like a collar down to the nipples. Okay. It was like long collars. I got it. His name in the film was Amp. Amp. A-M-P. Amp. Don't know why. I'm sure they explained it, but we didn't. Uh, uh, I didn't catch it. I'm going to assume it's because he... They didn't explain it. Uh, yeah. No, they didn't explain it. I would assume it's because he, like, yeah. boosts cars or something, would be my guess. But they ran up in his, his bando, as they say today. They ran up in his bando and came at him and killed him because he was talking trash. They were gonna kill everybody else, and then Dub C turned around and was like, "Yo, man, I, I just didn't know what I was doing, man. I was just, I was just trying to get work." And then he goes, "Now nah, just kill him." And Game's like, "No, nah, no, nah, that was my man. I met him in jail. Now he's cool." And next thing you know, he's part of Game's crew. I mean, it's uh, you know, you rarely see this, but uh, uh you, if you can't, if you can't beat him, join him. Can't and that, him. and that is what happened here. He just beat your friend I'm fine to with death. That, but he beat his he friend beat? to death. Yeah. <laughs> why did he be like that? He showed like nine times. I yeah, mean, that's so many times. Man. I don't know why, man. I just so many I'm gonna assume it's in Game's contract. He was like, at some point, I have to pistol whip somebody. Yeah. This is uh, if I, I'm not doing this movie unless I beat someone to death with the butt of a, <laughs> the butt of a handgun. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of uh, lifelong uh, dream of mine. Speaking of Game's contracts, <laughs> only I don't know how you felt about this, but there was a scene. In which Game's actual character talked about how he ran, he saw the gene. Oh my God! This was oh my God. Oh, he yeah, I want to hear what you think. Oh, yeah, he saw oh the gene my God! He that was a problem, but it wasn't worth it. How'd you feel? Um, he I, and uh, he. I, I, I didn't care. Okay. You that didn't move you? Because nobody <laughs> saw the movie, so I if a tree falls in the woods and anybody and nobody's around here, did it actually fall? Like nobody saw this movie to care. He, I feel like he, they made part of the reason Game agreed to this movie was to do this scene. Oh yeah, it was probably. like he was like, if I do this movie, I'm definitely getting some shots in at G Unit. So in this movie, I didn't even understand what he was talking about at first. And so, I saw it again. And I was like, oh, is this the part talking about G Unit? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he says oh, he yeah. says the G Unit. He says uh, yeah. He's, I don't think he I don't think he lists them by name, but he says the them G Unit. I'm not gonna say obviously what he said, but uh, you know, uh, he said the, those G Unit uh, fellows and uh, the, the, uh, <laughs> my G Unit neighbors. And he uh, that works. He, that works. <laughs> um, and he. 
They have like a lot. They have like a conversation after they just blew up a car. By the way, yes. they uh, they yes. just blew up a car, and then and then they had and then game uh, G and Tone, game and Michael K. Williams have a conversation about how the game saw them in California and was going to rob them, but then decided not to because it wasn't worth it because they don't even. They're not even doing well, but I get. But mid two thousands, this G Unit was what the most popular yeah. group of rappers on the planet. Right. And like, was anybody doing better than them in like oh six? At that time, like, no. It, and it was it what, what made Game better during that time was because he wasn't feeling them anymore in the direction right. they were. He was going and they were going, and he was one of the first out of their crew to leave. Right. And the difference between him and the rest of those guys was uh, I know Young Buck left. But then came back and was like, "Yo, I'm sorry, I messed up." Now, right. Not, but game never. Right. Never came back. He never went back. Yeah, when, never went back. when game walks out, he walks out. Looks out. He's he gone. Out. He's gone. You see his yeah. brake lights. He's gone. I think they're cool now, though. Maybe. I don't know. You know, it gets to a point where it's like, why are we beefing? Nobody cares about us anymore. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like no one is talking about us. Yeah. You know. And uh, FYI, only somebody did hear that uh, game comment in the movie, and it was the people at Fuse TV mm-hmm. and the guy recording. <laughs> the guy recording that that bootleg version on YouTube you and whoever watched it, including us. I just TV. love I just love this idea. I love this idea. This guy fresh out of prison. He's been out of prison what a week? Yes. Yeah, you know, maybe, felt like, it, maybe yeah. like one week. And he's like, I think I'm gonna rob the four of the most famous, three or four of the most famous people on earth. Yeah. Of the most famous people, of the most famous popular entertainers in America, I'm just gonna rob them, and I I can get close enough to them. One guy. One guy. <laughs> One guy. <laughs> the most famous guy wears a bulletproof vest everywhere he goes, but I'm gonna get I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, get his money. I'm gonna get his money and his money. <laughs> it's, just, it's just bad. And his all around is bad. Or as Nate says, his G unit neighbors. That's <laughs> <laughs> gonna get him. <laughs> so now, by this time, Game has a crew and. What was interesting to me, Uni, did you notice that one of his crew guys was from New York and his name was Boots and he wore Tim's? Yeah. <laughs> he did? Yeah. How you, stereotypical. He had to. He wore, he, wore, yeah. all, he wore like all camo yeah. and Tim's. Yeah. But like it was. In the dead heat of Compton. It was like you couldn't. Uh, it was incredible. Like we wouldn't have been able to follow that this guy was from New York. I mean, <laughs> and he yeah, had yeah, already said it like, they said it at least twice. Yeah, but like they might as well have had him yell and walk in here. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's just fun. Crazy. I felt like that no, was fun. New York's slight interpretation. I mean, uh, LA's slight interpretation of what a New Yorker is. Yeah. Just yeah. like how that movie ATL had the the guy from New York in it, the big guy, and he wore boots like every day. Right. Just talking like, yo, shorty, what's up? Yeah. All right. So boom. All right. It's his first film. I'm like, what can you expect? It's gonna be. Oh, man. Now uh, let's uh let's bring it to the other funny villain of the film, which was Detective Coleman played oh, by man. Ed O'Ross, who uh, also took some delight in getting the chance to get paid to say the N word. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> He had like three or four of them, right? I mean, I I was saying to Marv when we were watching this, is like if you had told me, uh, if you gave me like an over under for number of times a white guy yells the n word in a black guy's face in this movie, and said like I don't know, two, one and a half, two and a half, something like that, 
I would have taken the under. I was like, there's no way they're going to have more than three instances of this. And I would have been way wrong. I was astonished again, <laughs> once again. It's like there must be a way to convince, to convey to the crowd that this is a crooked cop without him walking up to a gang leader. <laughs> nah, they, they need you know how much of a piece it's of It's like, this guy's evil, man. He's just going to, no, no regard for his own well-being, no. you know? Like, <laughs> Like, I, mean, I, don't know, I don't know if he knows this, but uh, some people in Compton take delight in killing police officers. Uh, there's some people I mean, who really enjoy that. You know what's going to happen to him, yeah. so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Maybe you did. I was along for the ride. Yeah, I don't honest. know. I didn't read anything about I didn't read any reviews of the movie before. I, mean, <laughs> I didn't need to read reviews. <laughs> yeah, I saw the title. I yeah. knew what it was going to be. You knew what it was going to be. Straight gaunt. Yeah. <laughs> These are hood films, Nate. This is what we just grew up knowing this stuff was coming. No, I didn't grow up with this. This is so crazy. Well, we had, we had a few better. I mean, my, my kids will grow up with this. We're all going to watch Belly 2 every year. Uh-huh. <laughs> Once a year, Thanksgiving, get everyone around. We'll watch the Lions lose, and then everybody will sit down and we'll watch Belly 2. Not Belly 1, just Belly 2. So we, uh, <laughs> we're running out of time, but oh, yeah. um, we, we realized... I could talk about this movie forever. I really I think. see. I see. <laughs> I see. We realized that um, at this point, at the towards the end of the movie, Tone, his boy Tone died. Tone is dead. And uh, his boy Tone died. And the crooked cop goes to the funeral. That's the another thing. The crooked cop goes to the funeral to yell the N-word at someone. Yes, he got it. It's, like, it's, like, it's like, no. It's like, what is this? There's not even a, a break for the funeral. Not even like a funeral <laughs> truce. Can we chill for the funeral? He got in the N-word. <laughs> he definitely made sure. He was like, he got in the N-word. And shout out to Gabe, because when we saw Killer Season, which was our debut episode, his grandfather died, and he at least wore a suit, even though he threw a chain on it. Yeah. Gabe just threw on some, a black, just button up. Just black button up with some dickies, some and was dickies. like, let's go. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> a, it was like he dressed up in memory, in commemory, uh, in memoriam, excuse me, of Ice Cube or something. Like, right. <laughs> I was just like, yo, what the heck? Like. I was just sitting there like, what's going on? Everybody else was like, okay, looking a little decent. And your mans was just like, nah, we good. We got stuff to do. Let's just throw it all black. He'll be fine. And I just thought that I, the biggest takeaway was what Nate said, that a grown white man was like, this is my chance to say that. Here we go. This is, this is the appropriate time. I'm going in. There's, uh, yeah, it's there's grandmothers uh, grieving. There's people screaming at the casket. I'm going to go in here. I'm going to yell that. <laughs> I don't even. I'm going to yell that word. <laughs> That was a crazy funeral scene as far as hood movies go, you know? Yeah, it was just bad. It was pretty bad. And speaking of fortunate deaths, at the end of the movie was just an all-out war. Yeah, there was a, oh, I mean, man. that was a shootout. Was a shootout. You think, they, think there was a shootout before. This yeah. was a shootout. Yo, why did the game walk like that? <laughs> what was that so walk? They, they both came in, game, we got, like, Mar- Marvin, the observation, we, the game and who is it, who, Dub C came in, Doing like the contra walk, yeah, like the like the kid, like the kid, they were holding the guns like perpendicular from their hips, like they're like. like was, at one point, he had a Tommy gun. He did. He yeah. had a Tommy gun. Where did he get a Tommy gun? Like, like you can't even get those magazines anymore, right? They don't make them in a circle, do they? Do you still do that? You like the way he was kicking was weird. Yeah. He didn't know what to do. I don't know what. Like, what is he? Doing? And apparently he can dodge bullets because he like there was. He got hit one time. He got hit, but it was like it was flying. Yeah, it was, the, was lead, 
the lead was flying, see? Yeah, flying. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely should have been splattered. It was the time. It was the contra code, man. You did, yeah, yeah. yeah. They oh, came oh. in there. They did the They did the contra code. They had all the, They had spray for the whole thing. It was good. He was good for a few minutes. If I'm right, I think most of his friends ended up dying. Everyone died. Everybody, Everybody died. died. Everyone Everybody said that. There, so, you know, it's a movie without heroes. Yeah. There's no heroes. Yeah. It's a complete waste of time. There's no. So there's no resolution, no character growth. Yeah. So nobody, nobody learned anything. Nobody. What, learned what anything. made me laugh was that him and the the main hen, the, the the boss henchman had like a one last shootout. Bang bang. I think Tila Costa already died, <laughs> and. He sees the undercover cop. He sees the cop, Detective Coleman, the perfect cop, holding his girlfriend, the undercover cop, hostage, and they're standing there. And once again, what is the, what, what word does he get out? Right. He's just like, oh, I gotta. Here's my chance. Here's my chance. Here's that one more time. And it's like at that point, it's like Gabe knows she's a cop, so it's like you're really playing with fire there, assuming he's not gonna shoot both of you. Yeah. That You're was cops. his thought process, like, oh yeah, we're both cops. So, and Gabe's like, what? And then she's like, no, I was gonna tell you, I swear. And then he throws in the N word, which enrages Gabe. He's like, now you're just dead. Right. Kills the cop. Understandably. Understandably. <laughs> it's supposed to happen. You're gonna die anyway. Right. It was supposed. I think that's what the cop knew. Like, if I'm gonna go out, might as well go out with I might as well live my truth. Live my truth. <laughs> like that's what his tombstone right now. The technical. He just says the N word. Like, hey, fuck you. Every time you come by his, you walk like, by his grave. Like, man, he sure was racist. <laughs> man, he was racist. Man, no one was more racist was than him. Nobody, everybody, I, I wish I could be half as racist as there, him. There's, <laughs> a old, there's an old white lady like, you know what? He uh, he helped get my cat down from a tree. He was very, very But racist. he called the cat the animal. He called the cat it was, uh, it, was it was a, a black cat. cat. It was, <laughs> he says that. And this, to me, this is still the best part. The best, best part. He frees the undercover cop, Alexis. Oh, yeah, yeah, he frees her. <laughs> she, she's like apologizing and she says she loves him. And I think they get a kiss in and he just kills her. Shoots him in the gut. He kills her in the gut and he walks out. But before he walks out, he decides to leave a memento, takes off his fitted cap and puts it right yeah. on her body and just walks out of the scene of the crime. Right. If I'm a cop, that's an open, it's and, open shut and shut case. What do we yeah. got? We got some hair, we got some sweat. <laughs> We got, we got Literally, several people. Literally, not did he not learn a lesson? He's actually gotten stupider. Yeah. <laughs> he actually got dumber by the end of the movie. So now he did not learn a lesson. Well, you know that thing now you're leaving evidence. Like, you know that thing where it's like people, parole. like people who have legal trouble know, like someone's got a bit about this. Like people who have legal trouble know the law better than anyone else because they know like whatever, you know, they know what everything how like how much you get put away for for having like one yeah. gram versus however many. Yeah. And like this guy apparently went to prison and never talked about crime with anybody. <laughs> yeah. Nobody like nobody yeah, breaking the law never came up. Nobody talked about it. There's a white guy in prison. There's not really like, much friends. Right, I guess. <laughs> but there's not much enemies because that guy's just walking around doing that. No one's beating him within an inch of his life. You yeah, know? Where's true. that? That's true. That, that to <laughs> me is still the funniest scene because the, the he takes the hat. He has no gloves. Yeah. He just takes the yeah, hat. Yeah, let me just get my fingerprints on this. Yeah, let me just, just get set my that down. There. Yeah. <laughs> now so, the world will know my name. It was just Why? like, who wrote this? Oh, well, man. Director's first time. Maybe his first time out to the big leagues. And you know what the sad part is? They knew that she was something from the jump. He had a feeling, but that that uh, you know, that racist kidding. cop decided to spill the beans even more. Yeah. I thought they were going to do a whole subplot 
which is games of trust. They completely wrote, they, they skipped that part. They're like, nah, yeah. whatever. They yeah. kind of had bits and pieces of different types of movies. Yeah. Know, like, they didn't do, they didn't commit to the I like the surveillance in the broad daylight. Like, not even. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I like the surveillance in the broad like that one day, like, like, like windows down. Like, <laughs> yo, you're in the park. You can clearly see him. Just turn around. They're not even in the tree line. ATA's big ass camera, like a big marker. Like, yo, somebody oh, can see uh, you. We're, uh, we're bird watching. Right? Oh, my God. This so, here's the best thing. Uh, uh, I went on IMDb to look up the director, Ivan Frank. And I said to myself, what other movies has this man directed? According to IMDb, this is it. <laughs> no. <laughs> you didn't do La La Land? <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure? I, I don't think he had a role in it. They're both taking place in LA. Yeah. Yo, it should kill his career. That's, 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 that's a good point. Two that's a good point. They both take place in LA. This is very, this movie very similar to La La Land, I think, in a lot of ways. Uh, a lot of overlap oh, yeah. the I didn't see La La Land. Oh, okay. okay. A lot of overlap thematically. I was like, I didn't see it either. A lot of musical but, uh, numbers. Oh, okay. Ryan Gosling's in it. I'll give you that. Uh, Ryan Gosling <laughs> probably had a cameo. He probably, wow, that's range if he played that cop. That's that would crazy. be. If Ryan Gosling could uh, come. Ryan Gosling's too charismatic to play the cop yelling the N word in people's faces. Yeah. You know, that's a. He's too likable. So now, final questions, man. If, if they decided one day, hey, let's make another belly to. Belly three. Oh, okay, Belly 3. Let's Sorry, say, no, no, we're going to reboot Belly let's 2. Let's reboot Belly 2 and forget about it and bring it back. Who who would you rather be in it? Would you still want it to be the game? Or would you feel like another rapper should portray that? Well, I think it should be another rapper. I think Game should have a cameo. He okay. should be like um, he should be like one of the guys who turns him down for a job in the when he first gets out of jail. Or he should, or maybe Game could play Tito Costa. <laughs> Tim Don Belisa Kudrow suit with like the, you know, uh, but who would I think yeah it should be a young rapper um, it it has to be somebody who's connected to rappers who are respected but is not the top tier himself hmm. so it should be somebody if it was right now if it was today it should be like Schoolboy Q I think oh. uh, it should be playing should be playing G he's believable as uh, as a guy who is, you know, rough around the edges, mm -hmm. you know. Also from Cali. Also from Cali. Mm -hmm. You want to keep that. Or or do you reboot Belly 2 in another city? Mm -hmm. What about that? So then you have to get, like, a guy. You could get, like, uh... What city works for you? What city? I mean, I, I like it in Compton. It kind of makes sense okay. in Compton. Okay. It would be really funny to do it in, like, Portland. Do, like, the same story. Everything the same, but it's just in Portland. So it's just, like, a completely, like... White DIY organic community, and then in the middle of it is like Dub C and Schoolboy Q. Uh, Dub C's still doing the same role. He's begging uh... for mercy. He's like, yo, yo, I know you too. Man. I know everybody, bro. You stay me. He's like, yeah, and I also make my own bird feeders. So uh, it's Portland, you know. I think they should just bring back, bring the universes in, man. Just do, yeah. Well, belly. that's what Belly Three should be. Yeah. It's a belly Millionaire Boys Club yeah. meets Belly. Yeah, he, the first he goes to hot out and he gets plane tickets to Africa and he goes to Nas. <laughs> then him and Nas decide to do some stuff in Africa, get DMX, convert him back to criminalization. This is another thing about Belly 2, about it being Belly 2, is that it's like, it should, like, if it's going to be Belly 2, it should look like the first Belly. Like, mm -hmm. Belly has a very distinct look with every scene. 
being dominated by the by the you know the specific colors. This movie and didn't like, even look like the subtitle. It right. This movie so. didn't even match the font they used. It didn't match anything. <laughs> so it doesn't work as its own movie, and it doesn't even work as Belly Two. So it's just a failure all around. Wow. Wow. That's strong words for Moody. That's strong words for Moody. <laughs> failure oh, all around. <laughs> a failure all around. Well, I mean, it's he's just, like the guys who mic'd it did a bad job. Yeah. He's, He's never like the guy again. who the guy who drove again. the bus did a bad job. They all did a bad job. <laughs> yeah. And like and like it says here, it says Millionaire Boys Club was originally intended to be a separate film apart from the belly si- a part of the belly series. But sometimes there sometime, excuse me, during the film's long delayed release, one of the studios tacked on the belly to title. So well, we this that. movie was originally just gonna be called Millionaire Boys Club. Yeah, duh. And somebody threw in the name Belly Two to get the fans excited. Duh! Got him. Ain't nobody who's God. We all knew that was what it was. I didn't need to read the internet. I just used my common sense and came to that conclusion myself. I want to see the E True Hollywood story about this. I mean, I hope they, I want them to bring that show back for Belly 2. I got to know what happened in the negotiation process that they were like, yeah, fuck it, we'll make it Belly 2. Yeah, we'll do. Like, there's been other movies, you know? This movie had more in common with The Wash, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's been like, a, if we're really, if so we're really dark, tacking it on to something. A dark side of The Wash. Yeah. That would have made a little bit more. Uh, it would have made more sense. I guess. They They're both in L.A. They of course, it would more sense to the right, I guess. They did have robbers in the wash. They were robbers. If it went that route, I think people would have been slightly okay. The wash, too? <laughs> With, you know, the game is a doctor's advocate, of course. Mm. Makes too much sense. No, 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 no. I gotta be. I should be pitching this movie. Yeah, you out here, you out here throwing <laughs> some good stuff, man. Not what you're saying. My bed, but it's no, you, you, it's gonna happen. It's Let's still time. Game. We'll call we'll it. Them good they'll call, call it Belly Three, the Wash Two. No one's ever done that. You watch the sequel together? <laughs> or you just bring DMX again. Just do DMX again, that's all. Yeah, well, where is... He just back, came out, yeah. Like, DMX in 2006 definitely needed the money. So did anyone <laughs> ask him? Did anyone ask him? <laughs> no, they didn't ask him. Oh, gosh. Like, because you know Nas turned it down. He's like, fuck you, I'm Nas. I'm yeah, not doing yeah, it. Not but, like, DMX, like, yeah. you know. They didn't work He had legal problems. You never, what if Game decides to make another Millionaire Boys Club? Would you be interested? You never know. Might be called the Billionaires. Billionaire Boy, Millionaire yeah. Boys Club, The Reckoning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it'd be like him, Jeff Bezos. You have a bunch of a million dollars, which would be an improvement. Yeah, it'd be all the real Yeah, it starts with him in prison again because yeah. he obviously got arrested yeah, after arrested. leaving his hat at a crime scene. So, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you're never getting out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't him probably has his name written on the inside of the hat, you know? Like a picture of him with a daughter. Some sort of G. Just a giant G like he's freaking Zorro. That's what the hat was for. Oh my gosh. Oh man, what an episode. This is just. A fun time, uh, Nate, man. Thanks so much. Thank man. you so much. Thank you for uh, for introducing me to this movie, for for sharing it with me, for having me on the podcast. Yeah, this was uh, it was an incredible viewing experience, and I I honestly have I have been thinking about it since I saw it. I've been thinking about this movie since I saw it. Every aspect yeah, of like it. A virus in it is like uh, I, which I guess is like. Listen, none out. of us think this was a good movie, right. but it did stick with me. It did. So I, I think it, you know, the Ivan I'm Frank not. was at least effective. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> that's that's the one. Not be like, well, that was done. That's the one you called back on. Yeah. Ugh. 
So, <laughs> is there any way uh, people could follow you, man? Hey, you're crazy. Your theories, maybe about the movie, or just you doing stand up. Oh, uh, yeah, Instagram absolutely. or Facebook, anything. Yeah, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at Nate Fridson, N A T E F R I D S O N, on Instagram at Fridskins, F R I D S K I N S, and uh, I tweet out, uh, tweet and share stuff about uh, all the shows I have coming up, so uh, check me out there. Yes, the good dude, man, funny guy, you gotta check out his yeah. stuff whenever you get a chance. Make sure y'all follow him on that social media, Sir Oni. Good. I'm fine, man. Uh, <laughs> this this movie really troubled him. It really troubled It's really, really bad. It really shook him to his core. It's just so bad. I'm glad I'm, glad I'm done. I feel like I just went to the dentist. Okay. Pull all my shit out. This, this is the worst sort of movie I've ever seen. Wow. 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 Yeah, yeah. It is an honor. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the, worst. Yeah, really bad. the worst you're going to support him. The worst. Dude, well, I remember stuff from Killer Season. Killer Season had more Killer in common with Belly than this movie. Yeah, Killer Season wasn't boring. Killer Season had a belly scene. We at least said uh, part of my back that entire summer. <laughs> so anybody say anything from belly too? So you're saying locked in a room, torture chamber. They're giving you a choice. Killer Season, belly two. They're playing it 24 hours and repeat. Killer Season. Oh, Cameron gets a redemption point. Okay, that's fine. That's how you feel. I ain't mad at it. It was still good stuff in that movie. There's nothing good in this movie. Well, at least Killer Season had music. And kill a season and a music. <laughs> <laughs> it's still good. No, I didn't watch it either. This movie got okay music, but damn, this movie's gonna be that bad. The music better be banging. Kill a season is an okay soundtrack, at least. Alright, that's banging. Wet Wipes is a good song. I some bangers on that. <laughs> some bangers on that, song and that movie has some bangers. I had to mess with you, man. I had to no, mess with you. That's fine. Belly yeah. 2 has the worst fake Dr. Yeah, belly, yeah, belly 2, yeah, oh, belly two yeah. had like, yeah, it was fake. Fake just, Dr. Jamie. So, uh, anyway, like I was saying, man, make sure y'all check out me, follow me on social media. Again, guys, it's been fun. And also, a quick announcement, we have a Facebook page now, and we will soon have an Instagram page by the time you hear this podcast episode. So make sure you look out for us. Welcome to My Hood Film, the, uh, the podcast. Not gonna be that full name, but basically welcome to my hood film. We're gonna be on Instagram. We're already on Facebook. Feel free to write us. Let us know what movies you want us to watch with people. And let us know if there's any scenes we forgot or any fun facts you want to throw in. We'll have we'll have a blast and we'll laugh with you, right? So this has been welcome to my hood films. And just remember, you can take the film out the hood, can't take the hood out the film. Good night, everybody. Good night.